This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the It's Your World podcast. I'm your host, Julia Hawkins. Welcome to a new week. I'm super excited for this week's episode because the topic came from one of you guys. As you know, at the end of every episode, I leave it open to you. I say, if there's anything specific you want to hear about, you want me to talk about, any episode idea that you may have in mind, leave it in the little question box underneath the podcast underneath the podcast, and let me know what you want to hear. So I was going through all of those, jotting down some of the ideas, and one of them really jumped out to me, and it said, okay, this is what next week episode what next week's episode is going to be. So this week's episode is going to be fear and love, how they're connected and separate, how to control our emotions. Basically, we're going to start with a little breakdown. Fear and love are two different emotions. They're different and the same. Like I said, we're going to be talking about how they're connected and how they are separate from one another. Fear comes from the absence of love. You guys have heard me talk about that multiple times because I try to stress it so much that where there is fear, there is no love. And where there is love, there can be no fear. This can leave you confused. You may say, well, I'm in love with this person, but I'm fearful of this. That means there's no love present. The love is missing from something that is making you have this fear. So basically... We're just going to go through and we're going to talk about, we're going to kind of describe what fear is. We're going to go over it, how to understand it. And we're going to talk about what love is and how to understand love. So tell me about the emotion of fear. Fear is a complex emotion that triggers us. And it's something that gets triggered in us by the perception of a dangerous situation, or maybe you feel threatened. So when we feel those ways, fear is our natural and instinctive response. And it, this happens because it prepares us to respond to potential harm by what we might call fight or flight mode. And one of the main problems that a lot of us have is we're constantly living in that state of fight or flight mode. This isn't good. That's not a normal state to be in. But this is where a lot of us get stuck because... We're constantly living in the emotion of fear, so we're constantly in that fight or flight mode. So fear is typically categorized by a range of physical and physiological symptoms. You notice the difference in your body, in your well-being when you feel fear. You could feel your your heart heart rate increase. Your breathing could get super rapid. You might start sweating. You might maybe get some tension, some muscle tension in your body. You could get super heightened senses as well. And this can also lead to a range of cognitive and emotional responses, such as anxiety, panic, terror, and dread. Your fear can be triggered by a variety of stimuli. 
This could come from perceived danger, a traumatic event, or even just the thought of something scary or dangerous happening. It can be a useful emotion that helps us to avoid harm and stay safe, but fear can also be overwhelming and deliberating, particularly when it, comes beca- when it becomes chronic or excessive. Overall, the emotion of fear is natural and important because it helps us to respond to these threats and these dangers. But we have to remember to manage it appropriately and seek help if the fear starts to interfere with our day-to-day lives. So you may say, okay, that's what fear is. Now what's love? Circling back, love, just like fear, is a complex emotion. Love is experienced and expressed in many different ways. Of course, you have your romantic love, you have the love that you share with your family, you have the love you, you share with your friends, and you have the love that you share with your pets, your place, the places you go, all those kinds of things, the things that you love to do, hobbies, activities. At its core, love is characterized by a deep and intense feeling of affection warmth, and caring for someone or something. It involves a sense of connection and intimacy as well as a desire to support and protect the loved one. Love can also involve feelings of admiration, respect, and gratitude. In romantic love, people often experience strong feelings of attraction, attachment, and devotion to their partner. This can involve a range of emotions such as joy, excitement, happiness, as well as vulnerability, insecurity, and anxiety. Love between family members and friends is characterized by a sense of loyalty, trust, and support. People may feel a deep sense of connection to their family members, and this love can be a source of comfort and strength during challenging times. So overall, love is an essential human emotion that helps us to connect with others and form meaningful relationships. It can bring joy and happiness to our lives. It can also involve challenges and struggles, particularly when relationships are strained or ended. Nonetheless, the feeling of love is a beautiful and powerful experience that is universally cherished and sought after. As you can see, love and fear are connected yet separate. Going back to love, approaching love from a spiritual point of view, it helps us to develop a deeper sense of purpose and meaning of our lives. Fear and love often seen as two opposing forces that can greatly influence our lives in spiritual development. In many spiritual traditions, Fear is viewed as a negative and limiting emotion that can hold us back from experiencing true love and connection with the divine. Spiritual teachings will often emphasize the importance of overcoming fear and cultivating love and compassion instead. This can involve practices such as mindfulness, meditation, and prayer even. And these practices help us to let go of the fear-based thoughts and emotions so that we can open our hearts to love. Many spiritual teachings will also emphasize the importance of unconditional love, 
which is a form of love that is not based on external factors, such as appearance or behavior, but is instead a deep and abiding sense of connection and compassion for all beings. Overall, from a spiritual perspective, fear and love are viewed as two fundamental forces that can greatly influence our spiritual growth and well-being. Overcoming fear and cultivating love and compassion can help us to connect with the divine and experience a deeper sense of purpose and meaning in our lives. Now, the next point that we're going to go into is how to control our emotions. But before we learn how to control our emotions, we first have to go over how do we even become aware of our emotions? Because one of the main problems is that most of us don't even know how to become aware of them. So before we can control them, we have to become aware of our emotions. So becoming aware of our emotions is just as important in managing them. So I'm gonna give you some strategies that can help you become more aware of your emotions. First, you can practice mindfulness. Keep a journal. Check in with yourself regularly. Pay attention to your body. Seek feedback from others. For example, if you were to pay attention to your body, our bodies provide physical clues to our emotions. So paying attention to this, if you notice tension, pain, if you're tired, this most likely is correlating with an emotion that you're feeling. Your body is trying to communicate to you. If you need to seek feedback from others, sometimes other people may be able to see something that you can't. Maybe you wear your emotions on your face. I know that I'm a person that does that. If I'm not in a good mood, you're going to see it on my face. So ask your friends or your family or whoever you're with for feedback on how you are portraying yourself in the moment or how you seem to them. Maybe they notice changes in your behavior. Maybe they notice changes in your communication. Next, like I said, make sure you're checking in with yourself regularly. Take a few moments throughout the day to check in with yourself. Ask how you're feeling. This can help you to become more aware of your emotions and any changes in your mood that you might have. If you're keeping a journal, writing down everything you're thinking and feeling is going to help you become more aware of it. Of course, you're getting it out, you're writing it down, you're looking at it on the paper. Practicing the mindfulness helps you to pay attention to the present moment. It's just helping ground you to truly be present in this moment so you're not feeling anxious or stressed or any of those other emotions. So you may say, okay, now we know how to become aware of our emotions. How can we control them? Controlling our emotions is going to be challenging, but it's just as important to help us navigate our lives more effectively and improve our well-being. So once again, we'll go over some strategies how to control our emotions. Once again, we have mindfulness. So this helps us pay attention to the present moment without judgment. You're just going to get grounded, be in the moment, and it will help you figure out, okay, where do I go next? Next, you're going to identify your triggers. It can be helpful to identify the situations, people, or events that tend to trigger strong emotions. Once we know our triggers, we can develop strategies to avoid them or cope with them more efficiently. We have three more. We have practice self-care, cognitive reconstructing, and seek support.
self-care looks different for all of us. You know what your self-care is, whatever that may be, whatever that may be, do it. Spend some time each day. Practice your self-care. Cognitive reconstructing. This is the first time I heard this term. I have a list of these things up on my computer, but basically what this means is it involves identifying and challenging negative thought patterns that can contribute to our emotional distress. So by refraining, reframing our thoughts and focusing on more positive or realistic perspectives, we can reduce the intensity of our emotions. Lastly, we have seek support. It can be helpful to talk to someone that you trust and just have them as your support. Getting support from others can help us help us feel less isolated and overwhelmed and it can provide us with new insights and coping strategies. So that's how to control them. We went over how to manage them. We went over fear and love, how they're connected, how they're separate. And I hope this episode gave you some insight, helped you a little bit. Um, I'm super excited. Next week, maybe we'll do another manifestation-themed episode. We'll go over a new topic in the manifestation realm. I've really been thinking a lot about the vibrational frequency and the um, vibrational scale, I should say, where different emotions are and just basically how, of course, our thoughts create our reality, but it all comes down to the emotion we feel and the vibration that we vibrate on, the frequency that we vibrate on, I should say. So you can look forward to a new episode on manifestation. Also, I'm going to be having some guests pretty soon. I'm super excited for that as well. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode on fear and love. I believe I do have another episode on this topic as well, but it goes into different details and it talks about it differently. But like I said, I'm always open to new ideas. I, I do go through them. I read them. I jot them down. So if you have any ideas or something you really, really want to hear me talk about, leave it in the little question box under the podcast and I will for sure read it. So to anyone who has submitted an idea, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and I will see you guys next week.